Hello and welcome to the Your Time to Grow podcast. If you don't know me, I'm a certified personal and career coach who helps you minimise your doubts and maximise your potential. And in this podcast, I share my coaching tips, my tricks, uh, my knowledge, my experience. And it's wonderful to have you here. Hey, it's Charlie. Welcome to episode 142 of the Your Time to Grow podcast. So this week I am thinking and, and sharing why I find it hard to slow down. And I know I'm not alone in this and I thought it would be really useful to share my learning so far and see if it if it helps you. And I was looking through my blog posts and thinking, I'm sure I've written on this already. And I kind of have. But I'd, I've written one on how to slow down and on the difference between being versus doing and how to use your energy productively. So clearly it's an ongoing theme for me and I know how to slow down. I just don't do it. So I wanted to explore in this podcast why I find it hard to slow down to relax. Um, and I, I thought it, it would be good to start with what relaxing looks like for me and I say I think it would be good like this is my own kind of um unraveling of the yarn inside my brain if you like so for me relaxing would be an afternoon snuggled up on the sofa watching a movie I mean preferably alone but if I couldn't be alone or with the cat then uh with my children uh and the reason that I prefer to be alone is because then I don't have people interrupting going, what, what, what's going on? What did, what, what did they just say? And I'm like, I literally watching this at the same time you are. I don't know the answer to your question. Let's all be quiet and watch it together. So, um, that kind of thing. But, but ultimately, uh, just, yeah, just like being in the moment and watching a film or maybe even reading a book with a nice cuppa. But those are both things um, that I find really difficult because, as I say, what it actually looks like is trying to watch a film whilst the kids talk or dance or generally muck about, picking up a book and then being asked a question. But if I'm being really honest, it's not that I get interrupted. I mean, sure, that's frustrating, but I could watch a film or read a book when they're not here. It's because I feel guilty. That's what I find difficult. I sit down to relax and then I remember the dishwasher needs unloading or I haven't sent that email. And in my mind, sitting down, relaxing, watching a film, reading a book is akin to doing nothing. And I know that that doesn't make sense logically. I'm aware of that. Um, and I explored this idea with a coaching friend of mine, David, on Friday. So I had said to a different coaching friend in the morning, um, gosh, I feel really exhausted. I just want to sit and do nothing. And she said to me, can you do that? And I was like, mm, maybe I want to write my blog post and I want to get the work done. And, and at, you know, three o'clock when I go and get the kids, we're essentially coming home, eating dinner and going to pick up our new kittens. So I was a bit, you know, thinking along the lines of, well, after three o'clock, I'll be able to relax in terms of I won't have anything pressing to do and we can just uh, have fun with the kittens. 
and then it'll be bedtime, quite frankly. And it got to half eleven, and I'd finished my blog post, and I'd like caught up with all the ex- tasks and activities that I need to do for my clients. And I was like, oh, I've got a call at twelve, but this is free time. And I sat and I thought, well, it's not really enough time to to watch a film. I know I'll just do a bit of scrolling through Instagram, looking at you know cute cat videos or whatever. And I spent a lovely half an hour whiling away the time, not guilty. And I thought, right, my call at 12. And I logged on to see that the call had started at half 11. And oh my gosh, did I give myself a hard time. And I was just like, you, you know, you stupid woman, you, you weren't paying attention. You, this is why you shouldn't relax because there's always something to be done. And and I went into the call with my um, coaching friend, David. And I was like, I'm so sorry. And the worst of it, is David that I wasn't even doing anything productive. I was just scrolling through Instagram. I've got no excuses. I thought the call was at 12 and it was at half 11. I'm really sorry. I said, are you happy to do the remainder of the call with me? And he said, yes. And luckily he was coaching me. So um, he said, what do you want to focus on? And I said, do you know what, David? I'd really like to focus on the fact that I feel guilty about... um, the fact that, you know, doing nothing. And I can't remember the whole of the conversation, but it went something like, okay, so what, you know, let, let's explore this guilty feeling, what's going on? And I said something along the lines of, you know, um, like I feel like there's something around being lazy and yet I don't think, I don't believe that other people are lazy when they sit around reading a book or watching TV. I quite admire them. And I'm like, I wish I could do that. So he said to me, what's the judgment, Charlie? And I was just like, I don't know. Because I said, he said, what, you know, what, what would happen if you did that? And I saw, I feel like people would judge me. That's it. So he said, so what would they be judging you for? And I was like, being lazy. It literally spilled out of my mouth. And I was like, but that doesn't make any sense because I don't believe that that's true. And he said to me, it doesn't have to make sense. I was like, okay, light bulb number one. And thanks, that's a little bit of relief going off. And he said to me, where does that lazy thing come from? Is there something that triggers it? And immediately into my mind popped Saturday mornings as a child where there was a chore list and the chore list was around three hours long so it could sometimes be longer and as I say it now I feel like it would have been longer maybe it was three hours each but it doesn't really matter the the point was that the chores were um, listed a time given the whole time uh worked out and divided by three because there was my mum, my brother and and myself. And we didn't, you know, go and do anything or we didn't have free time until those chores were done. And, you know, like part of me goes, well, yeah, because you you can't go do the fun stuff without like, you know, making sure that all the, the house admin is done. Um, but I don't make my children do that. Like I ask for help and and if if they're willing, then I take it from them. But if I don't force them to do it, 
usually um, because actually it's easier to do it myself. But then I fall into this trap and this came up with David that I'm like, well, it's not fair. And, you know, I'm always doing all the cleaning and nobody ever helps me. and, And I pile the guilt on to them. And I was like, oh, no, that's not what I want to do. And this all happened in a half hour call, by the way. Now, it helps that he's a coach and I'm a coach. So we know how the process works and we just dove straight into the deep things. And I was really willing to open it up and discuss it with him. So I went back to this memory and I was like, and I used to do extra to make it easier for my mum and sometimes like I'd be like my brother isn't going to do that so I'll just do it because he was younger than me like it's it's all good like I didn't see it as a chore at the time it was just like well let's make this go as fast as we can and then I can go and read a book or whatever so we explored that memory and he said are you judging yourself no, he said, let's let's go back to the judgment thing. He said, so when we judge, when we fear that other people are going to judge us, it's actually a judgment we're making on ourselves. And I was like, oh, that's another light bulb going off. So he said, so what's the judgment? And I was like, the judgment is that I'm lazy, that other people are going to think I'm lazy if I sit and read a book instead of doing the chores or my work or whatever. So he said to me, Could it be that you're making a judgment of yourself that you are lazy? And if so, where is that coming up for you? And even as I'm telling you this story, I feel it again, like it's in the bottom of my throat and it's a really difficult sensation to um, describe. So it feels like, like my tongue is being constricted and I can't speak properly. And I, I know that I am, like it sounds okay. I mean, let me know if it isn't. But um, it feels constricted. And I feel like I just can't quite say what I need to say. So he said, all right, focus on that feeling. And he said, I want you to say to yourself, I forgive myself for judging myself for being lazy. And he said, you can say it out loud. You can say it in your mind. But just keep repeating it over and over again, slow it down, speed it up, put the emphasis on different words. So I forgive myself um, for judging myself for being lazy. I forgive myself for judging myself for being lazy and so on. So I did about two or three minutes with him and already I felt it shift a little bit. And that constriction eased, softened a little bit. And when I finished on the call with him, and the only reason I did it really quickly with him was because, you know, he had places to be and we, we'd we'd agreed that it would just be a half hour call because I'd missed the first half. And then I spent an additional half an hour working on that um, instead of like doing other things. I was like, this is really important. I need to do it. And I had a little cry and I... I was like, I do forgive myself for doing that. And and I forgive my, you know, 13, 14, 15-year-old self for believing that that was true as well, for judging herself for being lazy. Um, And it was a bit of inner child work. But I had also 
had a conversation with my coach Lisa and it went something along the lines of business occurs only in our brain and I was like what that doesn't that doesn't make any sense have you seen my to-do list I'm a busy person and I like to be busy and um as I reflected I was like yeah it's not that I have a lot of things to do it's that my mind creates the buzz, the busyness around it. I could have a really long list of things to do and be like, well, this is going to take me all week to do. And that's okay. And I'm going to do them slowly and methodically. But instead I'm like, oh my gosh, I've got this massive to-do list to do and it all needs to be done yesterday and I haven't got time to do it. And oh my gosh, blah, 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 blah. And I create that in my brain. And... Additionally, and this ties back in with what I was working on with David, I take responsibility for things that aren't even mine to take responsibility for. And there's a load of things on my mental to-do list that could be ditched or delegated. And there are other things that I overthink and they usually take less time than I think they will. And actually, I deploy that um, that method that my mum used to use uh, because it actually worked really well. So I'm, I I make a list of all the things that need doing in the house. Because the idea of cleaning the house from top to bottom uh, feels overwhelming. I'm like, oh gosh, that will take all day. So I'm like, right, okay, make the beds, 10 minutes. You know, um, dust, 5 minutes. Hoover the bedroom, like less than 5 minutes, 3 minutes, say. And I go through every chore that needs doing. And then I add up and I go, okay... If these all take the time that I think they're going to take, we're looking at an hour and 45 minutes. And I could do half an hour blasts or I could do, we've got three floors in our house. I could do, you know, a floor at a time or I could really focus on, you know, I've got 45 minutes. What can I do? Right, the kitchen, that's going to take 45 minutes total. And clearing that up will make me feel loads better because when I go in, it won't look quite so um, chaotic. So I get to choose based on the time that I have. So that method works really well for me. Um, but I uh, have been known to kind of add more time on uh, so that I feel better about ticking it off my list and it takes me less time. But there's also a trap that I can fall into that um, I can, you know, if I'm not planning it out so methodically, I can look and be like, oh gosh, that's a five-hour task when actually... It's probably an hour's task. So I know what I need to do. So why can't I do it? What gets in the way? And so as I've already said, like I worry about what my partner might think because, um, you know, if I'm sitting watching Netflix, who's cleaning the house? You know, I'm a, I'm a good wife and, and a good woman. You know, I submit to the patriarchy and I'm like, no, it is my job to clean the house which is also not true <laughs> and not something I believe, but it's ingrained, right? I worry that if I don't keep going, I'm not going to be able to catch up on what I've missed. So for example, my inbox will be overflowing if I don't go through the emails I already have or to give a, you know, an, a life admin related um, example, the washing. If I don't keep on top of the washing, it's going to be overflowing the truth is that even if I keep on top of the washing, even if I keep on top of my emails, as soon as I empty either of those things, another thing is going to land in there. Um, this is a this is a big one. 
Being busy allows me to demonstrate all I have done and so prove that I am worthy of love and attention, which comes from a fear of rejection. You know, if I, if my 15-year-old self cleaned up, then I received love and attention and praise as a child, and now I do it in order to, you know, receive love and attention as an adult. And then there's general thoughts around, well, how will I prove I'm not good enough if I'm not working myself into the ground? And as I, you know, say these things out loud, I know they're not true, but that doesn't stop the intrusive thoughts from popping in if I'm having a particularly tricky day. So if I know what slowing down looks for me and I know that my fears aren't based in truth, then what stops me from slowing down? And so I did a little um, research into this. And there's something called productivity guilt, where as well as going back to that memory that I had and and nurturing that inner child and saying, it's okay, you don't have to do all the cleaning, it's not your job. um, I've also been able to see that I identify productivity with success. So across my whole lifetime, I've been conditioned to think that resting equals laziness, as I've already said. And I know that I'm not alone. Loads of us are caught up with the idea that hard work is the only way to be successful. And Western culture really glorifies the hustle. And this leads to a struggle in managing to relax the mind and body without our inner critic telling us that we're lazy or at least feeling guilty about it. And so I made the choice to explore it, you know, by myself and to reflect on it by myself Um, but also to share that this information with you so I was like right okay do I really think that resting is lazy and the answer to that is 100% absolutely not I would completely stand for resting um, because it's really important that our body has time to heal otherwise we end up burnt out and overwhelmed But we've already established that I think resting is a good idea. And the thing that I struggle with is the actual doing it. And so in establishing that I don't believe that resting equals unproductivity, then I also get to choose my next actions, my next actions even. So I get to choose compassion and curiosity towards myself. I get to take small steps to feel comfortable with feeling uncomfortable. And on Friday, I felt really uncomfortable. I was tired. You know, I'm doing a lot of um, work, uh, a lot of work in my mind and I've got light bulbs going off. It's like the Blackpool illuminations inside my mind at the moment. And um, and that's exhausting. But I'm also having really amazing breakthroughs and insights. Um, but some of it's really uncomfortable work. And so the plan of action is... I'm focusing my productivity on what I have achieved, not what I'm already doing, not what I'm doing in the moment, but I've already done and where I've made an impact. So, you know, asking myself, where can I make an impact in the time that I have? I've got 45 minutes and what can I get done? Can I record a podcast? Can I write a blog post? Can I clean the kitchen so that, you know, it's sorted? Can I make a cake? Can I read a book for 45 minutes? What can I get done in that time and what's the impact of that for myself and for those people around me 
I'm also planning in time to rest so that I can give myself permission to take the time I need to recharge. And that includes um, meditation, the space to be outside. And I've already talked about how I get up at five and I go for a run or a walk every morning. And um, now we've got the kittens, I'm sitting for, you know, 10, 15 minutes with them in addition to my meditation to just kind of like be around them and get them used to me and be used to them. And I'm loving that. That's there's nothing quite holding like holding a a little cat purring in your lap it's amazing um but i'm also holding my boundaries so we're programmed to say yes to everything but this isn't sustainable in the long term and i definitely have fallen into a trap of overcommitting with the intention of being helpful but it sets me up for failure so i'm getting honest with myself about what i can do in the time that i have and saying no and saying you know what I can't I haven't got the energy for that I don't have the bandwidth for it and again that's I think that's the thing that I admire in other people when I see somebody reading a book or you know my partner loves to watch the rugby and so he's just like well Saturday afternoons rugby time and I can get caught up with yeah well who's going to do this and who's going to do that and it's just like I'm jealous because what I really want is to do that. And I really admire him saying rugby is a really important part of my life. I love watching it. I'll really enjoy it. I'm really engaged with the game. And I'm going to say no to the things that stop me doing that because it's for a couple of hours on a Saturday afternoon. And you know what? I work hard during the rest of the week. And he often, you know, will load the dishwasher or cook like he's a really good cook. And, um, and sometimes he does that with the rugby on. It depends what it is. Uh, or he'll take the kids out on a bike ride and things like that so that I can do something else. So for him, in his mind, he's just like, well, like it's balanced, right? Um, and so I'm focusing on progress over perfection, which is not something that, you know, like if you asked me if I was, felt the need to be perfect, I would say no. But I also get caught up with other distorted thoughts around, you know, um, it has to be done. I can't do this until I've done that, which is a form of perfectionism. And finally, and perhaps most importantly, I'm reframing the idea that relaxation or I'm reframing the idea that resting equals laziness to being relaxation is productive because it has an impact on my mental well-being and so much so I've booked myself a spa day and I can't wait three hours of uninterrupted bliss and I'm just like actually I really really enjoy a spa day and I'm really looking forward to it I've got a couple of lovely friends coming with me and I cannot wait um and yeah stuff the cleaning who cares who cares if I don't send that email um, or respond to that email in five minutes? What if I wait an hour? What difference does that make? Um, and holding those boundaries. So I don't know if this has been helpful. Let me know if it has. Um, there are loads of reasons. You'll have your own memories, your own belief systems, your own inner critics telling you why slowing down is uh, not okay for you but I would encourage you to explore them and as David did with me explore what the judgment is what judgment are you worried about 
or what fear, like what's coming up for you when you're like, oh, if I sit down and do nothing, and incidentally, we're never doing nothing. We might be thinking or it's in those quiet moments that our inner voice like chirps up and goes, oh, have, you know, isn't this lovely or good for you for looking after yourself or whatever it is that it says. Um, mine often is like, about time, Charlie. <laughs> why haven't you done this sooner look how amazing this feels uh not in a critical way but just in a like a really good friend kind of way um so explore what comes up for you what's what are you worrying about so if you're worrying about how other people might judge you then know that that judgment is often one that we're making of ourselves. So what are you worried that people are going to think? And that's essentially what you think of yourself and what, explore where that comes from and do a little bit of healing work to um, nurture your inner child, your inner adult, whatever, whichever bit that needs nurturing. And notice where you feel it in your body um, and just hold hold that part of your body and speak kindly to it. And, you know, it's okay for me to rest. I release that judgment of being lazy. I forgive myself for judging myself for being lazy. I forgive myself for judging myself for whatever it is that you're judging yourself for. And remember that we create this busyness in our brain. Now, there are other people who have the same things on their to-do list and they're just like, yeah, it's all good. I'll get to it when I get to it. And I'm like, oh, what? So, you know, emulating that person and being like, what would they do? What would my partner say? He would say, yeah, come watch the rugby. Just chill out. You don't need, it can wait. And he'd be absolutely right. So, yeah, let me know what comes up for you. And um, I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. I hope you found it helpful. If you did, please share it with your friends and family. And if you have any questions or comments, please feel free to reach out to me. I'll see you back here soon.